Okay, can you guess which American president loved a skinny dip in the Potomac River? Can you guess which president had a cursing parrot? Can you guess which one of our presidents was murdered by cherries? All this and a lot more weird and fun facts of our American presidents here today on Rolanda On Demand. Road time. Welcome to Rolanda On Demand. I love my podcast because we not only tackle the tough issues of the day, but we deal with hot topics, celebrity interviews, and information that can help you in your business or relationships. This is Rolanda On Demand. You're listening to Rolanda On Demand, and I just want to say thanks so much for joining me today because I've got a funny show for you. I tell you, if half if I knew half of these fun facts about American presidents back in the days when I was in high school, I might not have flunked U.S. history. I think maybe twice. You know, history just wasn't my thing. And politics, just not my thing. I mean, a bunch of white dudes in powdered wigs sitting around bickering. No, that wasn't up my No, thanks. But behind every boring textbook page is a treasure trove of super interesting facts, says one article that points out all of these different facts about presidents. I mean, did you know that one of our presidents was murdered by cherries? Or that another president actually vandalized Shakespeare's property? Or that a president's cursing parrot was kicked out of a funeral? Well, believe it or not, those are actually all some of the weird facts that your history teacher should have taught you, and maybe you would have stayed in class longer, and maybe, like I said, I would have actually passed U.S. history. I actually think that I was in love with my U.S. history teacher, Mr. Oliver, Mr. Ted Oliver. Hmm, I went to an all-girls school, founded in 1772, and apparently... George Washington slept at Salem Academy. Well, from what I understand, George Washington slept a lot of places. But you know what's interesting about George Washington also? Despite the popular myth, his dentures were not made of wood. (laughs) They were actually made of hippopotamus ivory and bone and animal and human teeth. Also a little lead and brass screws and some gold wire, I understand. So where did this wood theory come from? Well, some historians believe that Washington's fondness for dark wine actually stained the fractures in his false teeth, and that gave off that look of grainy wood. Hmm. You know something? I don't kiss men with bad teeth. And George Washington sure had some bad teeth. But anyway, he was our first president. A little later in this podcast, I'm going to introduce you to my friend Greg Stebbin, who, along with his buddy Austin Hill, wrote the book White House Confidential. And he's going to tell us some of these crazy, humorous, fun facts. You know, they're fun to go through because it tells us a bit of history that, like I said, you don't learn in your history books. But it's also fun to chit-chat with other people. And when you find out these strange facts about people, it seems to be a nonpartisan thing. It's not like we're attacking the presidents. We're just bringing out some history. Fun facts like this. 
There were two presidents who went to go visit Shakespeare's home in Stratford-upon-Avon. And these gutsy two chipped off a piece of one of Shakespeare's chairs as a souvenir. Who do you think those two were? Let me give you a hint. They were embroiled in an election battle. They were best friends who turned major, major enemies. Any idea who that was? I'm talking about John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. Two little old bad boys in there breaking up chips off of Shakespeare's chairs. Greg's got some more great information about those two best friends turned big foes and the history behind that. Really fascinating stories about a friendship gone sour and part of the politics of America. Hey, but check this out. Vandalizing Shakespeare's chair isn't the only chair-related Jefferson trivia. Check this out. Do you know that Thomas Jefferson actually invented the swivel chair? <laughs> yeah, I, who knew? Something you wouldn't expect from one of the most famous politicians in American history. But Jefferson not only created the swivel chair, he hated public speaking. He hated it. In fact, he only gave two speeches in his entire presidency, one per term. And some of our presidents were rather daring in the buff. <laughs> Greg's going to tell us coming up which president loved a skinny dip in the Potomac. <laughs> You're listening to Rolanda on Demand, and we're talking about some weird and fun facts about our American presidents. Hey, listen, you might as well laugh. Politics isn't always fun, but I thought I would add this as part of our fun. Hey, listen, be sure to follow me every step of the way in social media at Rolanda Watts, and that's R-O-L-O-N-D-A-W-A-T-T-S. I'm at Rolanda Watts on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and IG, and I'm a new member of what? TikTok. Yep. <laughs> Go and check out the TikTok. Do you know I have a TikTok that actually went viral? I know this is crazy. TikTok is what, like for young people, but honey, they liked something I was doing. I was actually Trey Major, who would put, help me put my hair in this ponytail and gave me some baby hair. He was making baby hair, and the baby hair went viral. I have almost 200-something thousand people who followed that one little clip. And Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, the the big uh, guy who's so big in cyberspace and, you know, the business of digital media is is just saying TikTok is going to be the new big thing. So anyway, social media, follow me everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Also, y'all, I've got two movies coming up on the same night on Lifetime TV. It's Psycho Week (laughs) on Lifetime coming up on March 20th, y'all. Two movies. One is going to be the premiere of My Daughter's Psycho Friend. This is on Lifetime TV, March 20th. The other movie that I'm in is called Psycho Nurse. So be sure to set your DVR. Be sure to get ready. Get some popcorn. Have a Rolanda night. Uh, These films directed by Michael Pfeiffer. In fact, he wrote them and directed them and produced them, too. Um, And I'm so blessed and honored that he put me in both of them. They are great thrillers, and you're going to just love them. You know, you can't beat a Lifetime movie. You really can't. 
You really, really can't. So it's nice to be part of the Lifetime family again also. you Some of you may remember I used to do that talk show, Attitudes. On this podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. I think they are trying to tell me to be quiet and get back to the show. So I tell you what. Let's get back to some weird presidential facts. Um, my friend Greg Stebbin is going to come up. I spoke with him a while ago about White House Confidential. It's a fun book that he wrote with Austin Hill. And in it, he just has some fun, crazy facts. And I'm going through some also. Okay, which president was it who had a parrot? A pet parrot. And they said this pet parrot used to curse so much that at one point they had to... He had to be removed from Jackson's funeral because he wouldn't stop cursing. A cursing pet parrot. That was Jackson. You know, they also say that President Jackson had a thing for taking it on outside. You know, he liked to kick some ass. He was involved in an estimated 100 duels, y'all, usually because somebody said something negative about his wife. Now, I don't know what his wife looked like, but sorry, Miss Jackson. Woo! <laughs> Your husband's in a duel. Yeah. In 1806, history shows that Jackson was shot in the chest during one of these duels. And in 1813, he took a bullet in the arm in a bar fight with a senator. You know, things have always been crazy in politics. And men have always done crazy shit over women. <laughs> 100 duels. I mean, does that mean that he killed like 100 people? I mean, because didn't those duels back in the day, like they pulled out a gun and they shot and they didn't end it till somebody was gone? So does that mean that he was a mass murderer? I mean, I'm just asking because an estimated 100 duels, that's a lot of dueling. I mean, you know, isn't that the one where you had the back and you took the 10 steps and you turned around and shot? Well, it sounds like he was only shot twice, but there were 100 duels. Were there 98 bottles of beer on the wall and they all fell? (laughs) Mm, That's something to look up. Other crazy facts. Okay, here's one about President James Polk. One article says every party needs a pooper, and that pooper was Polk because he banned booze, card playing, and even dancing from the White House. Boy, that certainly has changed. I'm not saying they're doing boozing and card playing up there, but they are doing a little dancing in the White House, and I guess that's nice. Okay, here's another one for you. While celebrating the 4th of July on the grounds where the Washington Monument would later stand, this president was snacking on a bunch of cherries and washed it all down with iced milk. Now, some of y'all go, ooh, iced milk. I personally like ice in my milk. It makes it not so mucousy. Anyway, the bacteria was present in either the cherries or the milk. They can't figure out which, but that led to his death just a few days later. Which president was that? Time's up. Zachary Taylor. You know, half of these names I don't even remember, but their stories bring them to life. Okay, can you guess who was the only bachelor to be president? Although he may not have been truly single. 
There was a whole lot of speculation about this president's sexuality and his very close relationship with one Alabama senator. You see, the two lived together for more than 10 years, despite being rich enough to have their own homes. Andrew Jackson called them Miss Nancy and Aunt Fancy behind their backs. <laughs> well, who was that president who was the only bachelor and thought not to be single? Now, 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 now. Eh. Time's up. James Buchanan. <laughs> well, maybe he was our first gay president. I don't know. I wasn't there. But I don't know. In addition to being one tall drink of water, Abraham Lincoln also served tall drinks. He was a bartender. And understand he was a really good wrestler. Can you guess who the first president to be impeached was? Yep, you guessed it, Andrew Johnson. And they say that he didn't really have the best of childhood. His father died. His mother sent him and his brother out to be indentured st servants to a tailor. And then they ran away from the tailor, and the tailor put out an award for them, 10 bucks to capture them. But they were never caught. And losing what he learned during his time with the tailor, do you know that President Johnson made all of his own suits as president? That's an incredible story. They never caught him. He ran right to the White House. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Okay, this president, I give a whole lot of credit to because he dismantled the Ku Klux Klan during his presidency. He stood up for something, even though they unfortunately regrouped decades later and seemed to be going hog wild under President Trump. This president said he couldn't stand the sight of the Ku Klux Klan. He also couldn't stand the sight of blood. I'm talking about Ulysses S. Grant. Yep. They say he couldn't stand the sight of blood, and I find that so ironic. I mean, if you consider his Civil War history, Ulysses S. Grant, man. But that man dismantled the Ku Klux Klan, and I want to say thank you for that. Oh, now here's a fascinating one. President James Garfield, we're going back into the 1800s here. Garfield was ambidextrous. They say that he could write in Greek with one hand and in Latin with the other and at the same time. That's pretty amazing. The only bad thing was that he was shot a few months into his presidency by some assassin and he died 11 weeks later. Oh, now here's one story that might be a bit scandalous if you think about it. Grover Cleveland. Now, you may not know a lot about President Cleveland, but let me tell you this. Upon the death of his law partner, Cleveland became the legal guardian of his friend's 11-year-old orphan daughter. Well, 10 years later, they were married at the White House, and that made her the youngest first lady ever at the age of 21. And if you ask me... It made Cleveland the Woody Allen of the 19th century, if you ask me. I, come on. That's almost like the Celine Dion thing, too, you know? Like he was the manager when she was the baby, and then he marries her. Oh, my gosh, it's just too many things. But, listen, love conquers all. Who am I to judge?
Okay, who was the one president who was known for wearing carnations? And a, and according to history, William McKinley wore a lot of carnations. They say he wore them proudly everywhere as a good luck charm. On September 6, 1901, they say that he gave a little girl the carnation from his lapel and then was shot by an assassin a short time later. He died the following week. Now listen, not all these presidents are having these happy endings. We know a few who didn't fare so well, Lincoln and Kennedy and... Well, let's stay positive. Now, Teddy Roosevelt was one of my favorite presidents. And, you know, he was pretty great. And a toy company thought he was pretty great, too. Do you know they actually produced teddy bears in his honor? And that after they got news that Roosevelt refused to shoot a bear cub on a hunting trip. Tell the Trumps about that, too. Because they'll shoot anything. And as Trump says, and get away with it. Okay, let's get back to more positive news. How about William Taft? Do you know that that president was known for his waistline? (laughs) And supposedly getting stuck in a bathtub. Historians say this didn't really happen, but it's what people talk about a lot. In fact, Taft has a toy, too. Toy manufacturers believed that teddy bears were going to fade out and that the kids were going to want a replacement, so they came up with Billy Possum. Now, I'm not old enough to remember Billy Possum, but, you know, that's what they said, that Billy Possum was modeled after, uh, you know, Taft for his big belly and the rest. And he was often shown doing everything especially scarfing down a huge possum dinner. But no matter how much eating that possum did, he never became as popular as Teddy. President Clinton wasn't the only one tipping around. According to history, Warren G. Harding was a tipper too. They say he had quite the wandering eye. In fact, he had an affair with his wife's close friend. And you know that That news came out through a bunch of love letters they found. And he also messed around with another woman who wrote a book called The President's Daughter about how her daughter was Harding's. And in 2005, thanks to DNA testing, it was proven that he was, in fact, the baby daddy. Ooh, scandalous. Now, here we go from scandalous to just downright kinky. I don't get this one, but can you imagine which president it was who had a morning ritual of having somebody rub Vaseline on his head while he ate breakfast? That just sounds kinky to me. Oh, Calvin Coolidge, you should be shame of yourself. <laughs> this is very unusual. I, you got to admit this. I mean, it's like, could I please have my bacon and eggs and a little Vaseline rubbed on my head? That's crazy. Let me tell you what's even crazier. He had two unusual pets along with his unusual habit. Two raccoons. They were named Reuben and Rebecca. And word is that sometimes Coolidge even let them run around the White House. In terms of romance, you look at people like Nancy and Ronald and the Bushes. Oh my gosh, the Obamas. Look at the love we've seen in the White House. Very unmuch like what we're seeing today. But 
Harry S. Truman. Now, that was another great president, but when you talk about him in the romance department, do you know that he met his wife, Bess, in Sunday school when he was only six years old? Come on, talk about locking it down. (laughs) You better go, Truman. Isn't that interesting that his last name is Truman? And that is truly true love. We'll be right back with more wacky, weird, and crazy fun facts about American presidents right after this. You're listening to Rolanda On Demand. I'm Rolanda Watts. I hope you'll follow me every day of the week in social media at Rolanda Watts. And that's on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and IG and now TikTok too. (laughs) Please join me. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. Make the list of your dreams. Mm. Are you into the list thing? I'm always thinking about what I'm grateful for. I did categories. So I did finances. I did health and fitness. I did family. And what do you put in those categories? So, for example, in health and fitness, I want to continue to work out at least three days a week. Did you read my list? (laughs) There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. C-Suite Radio. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. You probably know this man, Rodney Van Johnson. Thank you for having me. Joe, I just wanted to say that uh, Ro looks amazing. I do? Oh. Yes, you do. Ooh, I, I think do. you should have some type of virtual thing going on out here. You need to, you're too fine to be behind this microphone without us seeing you. Oh, really? Really. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Also, be sure to book a cameo with me. Go to cameo.com slash Rolanda Watts and look me up. I can make a very special personalized greeting for you or somebody you love or somebody you don't love so much. You know I'll make a great message for you, whether it's congratulations or I love you or get well soon or we're pulling for you and we believe in you, whatever it is. I will make a wonderful greeting just for you. Go to cameo.com slash Rolanda Watts, R-O-L-O-N-D-A, Rolanda Watts at Cameo. Go over there and book your Cameo today. Also, another great gift is picking up my romance novel, my romance suspense novel, Destiny Lingers, endorsed by Dr. Maya Angelou and sitting there waiting at Amazon or Barnes and Noble or wherever you find your favorite books just for you. You can download it right now from Kindle. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your spending this time with me. Now let's get back to some more fun facts. I'm loving this. This is really fun. Hey, listen, if you've got some kids who you think need to be studying presidents, this is a fun podcast. Tell them Auntie Rose sent you. Tell that kid to come on and listen for their next school project. We'll we'll get them at least having the class laughing. (laughs) Now let's get back to our show. Then there's old Tricky Dick, Richard Nixon, Watergate scandal. But he also loved to bowl. (laughs) I mean, I can't even picture Richard Nixon bowling with those peace signs up and those jowls that he had. 
Anyway, he loved to bowl so much that he had a one-lane alley put in the basement of the White House. So if you're ever doing the tour and you see the bowling alley downstairs, you will know it was Tricky Dick, Richard Nixon, Watergate himself, who put that bowling alley in the White House. Okay, all you astrology lovers, you should know this one. Which one of our presidents regularly consulted with an astrologer? And I remember this story because he would get in the, they would talk about them. They'd be like, oh, did he see that in the stars? Well, he was a good president, I guess some would say. And uh, Ronald Reagan really consulted his astrologer. The astrologer's name was Joan Quigley. And before he made any big decisions or scheduled any big events, he would consult his astrologer. Okay, which one of our presidents has two Grammys? One, this might help you guess, one for best spoken word album and another for best spoken word album for children. Can you guess which president that is? Two Grammys. Bill Clinton. (laughs) Now, guess which president was his high school's head cheerleader? (laughs) Wow. You know what? I don't care what you say. This may be a silly podcast today, but I'm having fun. I think these are great things. And, you know, if you know kids or you even if you go to work and you test people out or you're on a date and you need to break the ice, I bet you got some good some good information here from Rolando on Demand. Okay, who was the high school's head cheerleader? Which president would it be? I know you're trying to figure them out with pom-poms and little shorts. Who could it be who could possibly do a flip and run around cheering? Big smile. Well, it was W. (laughs) Can you believe that George W. Bush, W, was his high school's head cheerleader? Mm-mm-mm. Okay, which one of these presidents was going to be featured in a pinup calendar, but the all-female committee declined? And I bet those girls are regretting every single day of declining this man, as fine as he is. He also had a pet ape that he called Tata when he was living in Indonesia. And this president also hates ice cream. And he says that experience came from working in Baskin Robbins. No offense to Baskin Robbins, but he worked there so much he hates ice cream to this day. Which president is that? Dun da dun da dun dun da dun da Time up. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. One of my absolute favorite presidents. You know, this was a really fun walk down history lane. And just hold on tight because I want you to hear what Greg Stebbin has to say. He's got some facts that I didn't even tell you. It all comes from his fun and hilarious at times book called White House Confidential. I spoke to Greg a while ago and I just want to share more fun facts, weird facts, and just things that make you go about our American presidents. You're listening to Rolanda On Demand, and I'm Rolanda Watts, and I just am so thrilled that we're spending this time together. I hope that you'll go back and enjoy the archives. I got some really great shows back there. Please download 
please subscribe so you don't miss a new episode when it comes out. And also, I would love it if you would make a rating or a review. Now, look, I only want you to do that if you really like the show. (laughs) I don't need any trollers today. But if you like the show, please leave me a review. Tell me what you like about it. And you can always hit me up on email or social media at Rolanda Watts on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and what else? IG. And um, you can always hit me up at Rolanda at Rolanda.com, R-O-L-O-N-D-A. If you have some great ideas for some shows you'd like to hear about or some interesting topics that you really want me to talk about, I am happy to do it because you see we talk about everything around here from business, which our C-Suite Network is so well known for, great business podcast. But, you know, everything is a business. We talk about the business of the presidency. Honey, we talked about the business of lady lifts, you know, with Dr. Gail uh, Jackson, who was telling us how to revive our sex lives. We talk about the business of branding with Jack Canfield. Just go on back there and check out some of those great podcasts. But the main thing is please download and please enjoy and share with your family and friends. Now, before we get back to our weird and wacky facts about presidents, let me also remind you about some comedy shows I've got coming up. If you're listening at this point on on next week, we're talking about March 17th. It's the Day of the Irish. We're going to be having a big comedy show at the Arena Stage. Please go to my Facebook page and find out all about that and get some tickets. They're only 10 bucks, but come on because we're going to be taping the show and I'd love you to come out and catch my comedy act that's here in Los Angeles at the Arena Stage. And I will give you more information on Facebook. Also, at the Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, I'm going to be performing on 420. We're going to be talking about cannabis comedy. And I want you to be a part of the show, so come on out for that, too. Follow me on Facebook at Rolanda Watts, and I will keep you posted for sure. Now, let's get back to our weird and wacky fun facts about American presidents. And coming up, Greg Stebbin with White House Confidential. It's a fun little book. Man, that's a little book you can enjoy anywhere. I love these facts, so let's get back to it right now here on Rolanda On Demand. stuff we didn't learn in the history books, but it's great fodder for conversation. And if you're into history and you're into trivia, and there are some very unknown facts in our history that, thank goodness for Greg Stebbin, and uh, he, together with a guy named Austin Hill, have written this book. It's called White House Confidential. And it's all that cool stuff that you don't even realize. In fact, they call it the little book of weird presidential history. And this will be great for the water cooler later. Welcome to the Rolanda Show. Hello there. Uh, this is Greg. Hey, Greg. I'm very proud of you. I tell you, when you're not <laughs> d- doing articles for Men's Health Magazine and you're not telling us about the latest technical gadget, gadget, here you are writing a book. Well, somebody has to do it. You know, all the shelves at the bookstore will get very empty, and that would be a bad thing. I know, Greg, I didn't know that you were into to fun facts like this. Well, you know, this actually, this book all started quite a few years ago. This is the second edition that just came out. I had the idea for the book when I went to see the movie The American President. Oh, my goodness. Because I'm not a historian. I'm really a storyteller. And I sat there just thinking, what a great story this is. 
But I was embarrassed to admit to myself that I had no idea whether there had ever been a president who had been a widower with a daughter and a girlfriend or not. I thought, you know, this could be based on a true story, and I wouldn't know it. So I went home, and I did some research, and I got real fascinated in amazing stories about our presidents. Like you were just talking about nude sunbathing. Oh, I knew I tapped on something. John Adams. Who? John Adams? John Adams loved to swim in the Potomac River without his clothes on. Yeah, a dog. So this wasn't that big of a deal because there weren't that many people around, right? Right. But one day, a reporter... Those reporters. A A female reporter wanted to get an interview with the president. Mm. He wouldn't give her an interview because she was a female, uh-huh. or so the story goes, because, you know, this was a long time ago. And believe so me, she, it's still tough today. But well, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So she decided she, you know, you know the, the story, uh, you know, uh, how I got that story, right? And that's how right. She got her interview with the president was she followed him down to the river. He shucked off his clothes. He dived in. And she sat down on his clothes and said, you can't have them back unless you agree to give me an interview. Now, that's a reporter. <laughs> I like that girl. I like that yeah, girl. exactly. I mean, isn't that great? That is great. That is great. I, I, mm, I, well, there's a lot I would ask. But anyway. I don't know if you ever went swimming in, you said it was in Wisconsin, right? At the, yeah. I don't know if John Adams ever went swimming at the river in Wisconsin, but uh, he sure loved to swim in the Potomac without his clothes on. Isn't that something? Now, listen, who was the president who ate so much at one? July 4th celebration that he died five days later. Yeah, this is amazing. I mean, this is a true story. He was the sitting president of the United States. It was 1850. It was Zachary Taylor. And he actually went to a July 4th celebration to uh, what they were actually doing was laying the cornerstone of the Washington Monument. Big party afterwards. And I guess he just... You know, unlike some of us today, we're always talking about obesity and portion control and all that. The president, I guess, had a little problem, and he <laughs> ate way too many cold cherries, pickles, and cold milk. That was a horrible combination that for July 4th. good. I mean, if I'm going to pig out, believe me, I can do a lot better than that. There's some cold cherries. We, uh, yeah, I mean, just <laughs> throwing the pickles in there, it's really awful. But in any case, he, he went back to the White House. He got terribly ill. He got uh, what I think they now call gastroenteritis. I'm going to say it wrong, gastroenteritis. Mm. And he did. He died five days later. Isn't that something? You know, it's really funny because my godson was supposed to be born on my birthday, July 12th, and his mother ate a hot dog at a July 4th celebration and ended up delivering him that night. I don't know. It's something about something about eating too much. (laughs) Well, I hope she didn't eat 60 hot dogs like. I know, like the poor guy with the jaw uritis, right? Jaw jaw arthritis. That is a crazy thing. Can you imagine? You can't even open. Can you? Can you imagine me not being able to open my mouth? Mm. (laughs) Can you imagine trying to open your mouth and stuff 60 hot hot dogs in? I know. Mother Nature's paying him back. One other, give us one other fun fact. This is great stuff. The book we're talking, by the way, to Greg Stebbin, who, along with Austin Hill, has written this book. In fact, my godson's name is Austin. Uh, anyway, well, there you go. There you go. It's called White House Confidential, and it is chock full of some of the, the stuff you didn't learn in history class, some really great stories about our president. What else can you tell us? One other good one. Well, here's a really another interesting July 4th story. Two presidents who were both signers of the Declaration of Independence and presidents, as I just said, Mm -hmm. both died on the same day, the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. So they both died on July 4th, 1826. Whoa, who were they? 
Well, the, the two presidents were John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. Oh, you're and kidding. No kidding. And here's what's really interesting about this. These two guys had been good friends earlier in life, but later in life they really had this huge political feud and stopped talking to each other. John Adams was the second president. Thomas Jefferson was the third president. They literally just stopped talking to each other. And part of it was that, you see, everyone loved George Washington. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Nobody loved John Adams. Yeah. Really, he was, he was kind of a grumpy, curmudgeonly guy, and he was not very popular. He was the first president ever to not be reelected. Well, he, he was, was really, swimming alone in the Potomac. Was, yeah, maybe they saw him <laughs> out there in the river. I don't know. Good point. But the, but the thing that it, the thing is that he always really resented the fact that Washington and Jefferson got all the love, and somehow it just skipped right over him as president. And so, on his deathbed, John Adams's last words, he said. Jefferson lives, as if to imply, gosh darn it, that guy got me again. The one time I was going to beat him, I thought at least he could die before me. <laughs> you are so kidding. Greg, that's but, a great story. But, 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 but let, me, let me tell you the, the kind of the ending punchline of this. Adams' last words were, Jefferson lives. And what Adams didn't know is that he actually won because <gasps> Jefferson had died a few hours earlier. So he, even though he did win, he still never got the satisfaction of knowing. Get out of here. That is too good. Who knew this stuff? <laughs> I, mean, I knew I, this stuff. <laughs> well, Greg, thank goodness for you and thank goodness for this book called White House Confidential, chock full of presidential facts, weird facts. that we. Didn't, I mean, I would have loved because I listen, Greg. I hate to tell you, I flunked U.S. history. I had to take uh, it again. I well, did. Could, I had to can, take it. You again. could have a mulligan after you read this book. I know. Thank you for the mulligan. Because if I had had teachers who brought it, brought it, brought history to life to me through great stories like this, I might be able to remember a few things. I mean, <laughs> but I love this that Thomas Jefferson and John Adams died on the 50th anniversary of the very document that they signed. That is so yeah, bizarre. It, it really is, and you can just imagine them on their deathbeds. Both of them sang, I just want to make it to the 50th anniversary. <laughs> and that's, that's really, I mean, it's funny, but it's, I mean, it's inspirational, too. I mean, it really kind of gives you an idea of how important this was to them. They helped form this nation. Yeah, I'd like to know the characters as opposed to the movement. You know, I'd really like to know about uh, these guys. Really great stuff, Greg. It's Rolanda. What would you tell a little kid who's trying to deal with their weight issues? Just like this. <laughs> for listening. You go out there and rock this week. And listen, tell all your friends to join us. In the meantime, go out there and do something good. And I'm Rolanda Watts saying so long. is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.